At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC CityCast on a uh, Tuesday. It's presented by our good friends at Bed River Sportsbook, Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. We've got a packed show. You know, sometimes during these dog days of summer, although it's almost over, you say to yourself, what's there to chat about on a uh, hot and steamy Tuesday? Not much. we got Nats Mariners tonight. we got Commanders still playing these meaningless games. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we get another pile of news dumped on us. So we got plenty to get to, including Sonny Jurgensen finally getting his jersey officially retired. I mean, number nine for many years was off limits, but now it is going to be officially off limits. Team actually doing something right, so we got to give him credit. Officially retiring uh, Sonny Jurgensen's number. Hall of Famer, legend, radio booth for many years. We'll discuss that. Uh, NBC Sports Washington is no longer, I mean, I wonder if they're going to stick with that name after Monumental Sports, Ted Leonsis, owner of the Wizards, owner of the Capitals, uh, owner of the Mystics. Uh, what else is he the owner of? He wants to be the owner of the Nationals, I think. <laughs> um, he bought out the whole sh- kit and caboodle. He is now the owner of NBC Sports Washington. Remember, he used to have 33% in ownership of NBC Sports Washington, and now he owns 100%. What does that mean for coverage in this area moving forward? Because clearly before, um, 
you know, there was always that hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink feel of the coverage of the team. Hey, they got blown out by 35, but let's take a look at some of the positives tonight. (laughs) Now it's going to be really interesting moving forward with a team that hasn't done much in five, six years. And what's going to happen when they have off nights? What's going to happen when they suck? What's going to happen when they stink? Is it okay to be critical? Like, I'm being serious here. So we'll chat about that, that uh, the narrative is now completely controlled by the team. You could argue, moving forward now, that they have complete ownership of the network that runs their games. So we'll just chat about that. Uh, And then Kevin Durant, after all of what has been going down, says he wants to stay or is going to stay in Brooklyn. Amazing. And it's funny because one dude on Twitter put out a report that management came to him and said, we got you a deal with Memphis. (laughs) Now, who knows if this is true, (laughs) but the dude is verified. (laughs) I love how now on Twitter, you see, even those with blue check marks, it doesn't mean what they say is true. Of course not. But a guy in Texas tweeted that Memphis was all set to go and get Kevin Durant. And then he said, oh, no, I'm I'm good. I'm going to stay in Brooklyn. And Durant was going at this guy on Twitter, so maybe there was something to it. So the organization actually gets their way one of the few times that happens in the NBA with Kevin Durant allegedly staying in Brooklyn. How does that affect the odds? It's already affected them at Bet River Sportsbook as they are now like plus 800 to win the NBA title when yesterday they were like plus 1,500 or something. So it's it's amazing how things sway very fast. And we'll preview the Nats. At the Mariners tonight, Nats, big-time underdogs uh, yet again. But let's start off with the Commanders doing some good stuff, and they are retiring Sonny Jurgensen's jersey, I guess, in December. Huh! So they're giving themselves a lot of time to do this thing the right way. Uh, this is what they should have done with Sean Taylor. Start of the season, put out the announcement, don't do it three days before, and... Um, they're going to retire Sonny's Jer- Jurgensen's jersey number nine. Nobody's ever going to wear it again. Nobody has worn it, I think, since. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Shane Matthews did. Shane Matthews like wear it in practice, and there was a a to do about it. I think there was. Uh, he didn't wear number nine in the games. I think he wore it in practice, and even then, people were like, "Hey, Steve Spurrier, know your history a little bit, bro." Like, understand that this number is sacred. 44 is never going to be used again. I wonder if they'll retire Riggins, even though Snyder doesn't like him. Probably not because the guy's all about spite. And uh, But with Sonny, he was, uh, he was a good friend of Snyder's, was on the uh, broadcast for many years. I worked with Sonny for, what, a couple of years on the broadcast? 2008, 2009. Nice guy. Old school, told a lot of stories, always had that cigar in his mouth. Always had that cigar. (laughs) I mean, I would get a little uncomfortable. We'd be in restaurants and would say no smoking or be on flights, say no smoking. But dude did not care. I mean, at the time, it was, what, early 70s, mid-70s. So he's like, whatever. So Sonny Jurgensen slings it. And now he's going to get that jersey retired in December, I guess, before the Dallas game. So props to the commanders doing it the right way. They should start retiring these jerseys. 
81 for sure for Art Monk, 44 for sure for uh, for John Riggins, 84 in my opinion for Gary Clark. Who am I forgetting? Who else has not been retired? Um, Joey T was pissed, remember? I know he wasn't pissed, but he was. I don't think he was happy that uh, rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins used his jersey. But at least Dwayne Haskins asked him for permission. What's he gonna say? You know, like yeah, it's, I'm okay, kid. I'm I'm sort of a legend. I'm a I'm a Redskins legend to a degree because I won a Super Bowl with him. Like career wise, Joey T was was pretty good, right? Redskins legend, yes. Retired number seven, I don't think so. But it wasn't being used. It was almost like honorably uh, retired. Who, who, who am I forgetting here? There's some other guys, obviously, that deserve their number. 28, of course. Have they done Daryl Green? Have they done their Hall of Famers? So that would be next on the list, absolutely, uh, for the Washington Commanders. Got a preseason game this week against the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think, I don't think the spread is up yet at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. By the way, last night tough, tough beat. I had the under 38 and a half in the Atlanta Jets game. Yikes. That one hurt. 14 points in the fourth quarter. 21 uh in the second half. Three touchdowns. It was a killer, man. But, again, you win some and you lose some. Let me take a look-see. Here at the Bet Rivers app, and check out and see if the line is up just quite yet as the Ravens are going to try to run their winning streak to, what is it, 25 in a row. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive stuff. So when that line gets up, I'll let you know at Bet River Sportsbook as my phone is doing the spinorama thing. I don't know what's up with technology today. It's Spectrum Crunch. Spectrum Crunch. All right, when we return here at DC CityCast, I want to get into the Wizards, Capitals, and their owner now owns the network that has their games. Fully owns it. Not 33%, so there's not like a question mark of, oh, maybe... He doesn't have his hands all in it. Well, now the hands are fully in it. And I'll share with you some ideas and thoughts as I have I've been employed by stations that are owned by an owner that runs the station and the team. So I want to get into that. And I also want to discuss the Kevin Durant situation. That's all straight ahead. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from VEASAN. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. DC CityCast rolls on. Download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It is presented by our good friends at Bed Rivers. I love the fact they already have the opening day games in the NBA online. So, for example, the Wizards open up the season at Indiana. The Wizards are favored by two at Bed River Sportsbook. Who knew? They also have the Christmas Day games. Also have the Brooklyn Nets. 
Nadana, I believe, point, uh, plus 1,300, or no, excuse me, plus 800 to win the NBA championship after Kevin Durant says he's staying in Brooklyn. Good for the Brooklyn Nets organization. Now, is it good for the Washington Wizards organization to have the owner of the team now own the regional sports network in town? What do you think? Now, I have noticed recently that fans want positive coverage. I get that 100%. I do. I really do. But here is where I want to play devil's advocate for you for a second. Yes, there should be positive coverage when positive things are happening. When teams are struggling, when teams are not winning, when teams are doing things the wrong way, they are open for criticism. Case in point, the interview with Carson Wentz a couple weeks ago, Scott Abraham, Channel 7. You know, I saw a lot of people saying the way that Scott asked a question or the tone of the interview or whatever was not positive. And that was unfortunate. That was their saying. I didn't say that. I had no problem with the framework, how the question was asked. The comfort level was there between the two people. And then you sort of feel your way in the process. It's like going and meeting somebody for the first time, those five-minute f- dates, right? You, you sit across the table and you feel how comfortable or uncomfortable or how awkward the situation is. So to Scott's credit, he felt like he was comfortable enough to ask a question in the manner that he did. So here's the thing about covering these teams. Okay, you already have your elbow of the media for said team. Commanders have their own in-house stuff. they got their own YouTube, social media, uh, all over the air, normal, not normal, but over the air content on NBC Sports Washington. We all figure it's going to be positive for the most part. There's going to be very little high-end criticism or constructive criticism, if at all, of the team. It's all going to be great because they are a promotional arm trying to push the product. But here and there, you're going to get somebody probably not being able to bite their tongue and point out something that's obvious to everyone about somebody's play. And maybe that goes over with the owner. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe nobody says anything. But as we saw with Scott Abraham from a separate entity, the team president went after him and said those questions are ridiculous. So I wonder if there is this statement by the team to say, hey, we're owned by, well, I'm sure there is. It's not like in a written document, but it's the nudge, nudge, wink, wink, you know what I mean, deal. And I've been there before many times working for teams or working for stations owned by an owner like Dan Snyder owned the station that I worked for years ago when we were, what, the Team 980 or whatever the heck the name was, owned by Red Zebra. There was a understanding not to be too critical because we were technically employees of the Redskins. I believe I even had a Redskins email, right? So this leads me to the ownership by Ted Leonsis of the Wizards and the Capitals, now owning a regional network. If you are a current on-air person there, you sort of understand now, okay, I've got to be really careful about what I say, what I tweet, how I say it, how I tweet it. Now, people can say, oh, that's, that's ridiculous, but it's the truth. Like, if I'm an on-air person for NBC Sports Washington, and now 
I am fully owned by the team, right? Now, before, it was 33%, so you could probably say what you want to say. There may be some back and forth between Leonsis and some of the managers over at NBC Sports Washington, like, hey, why is dude saying that, right? Now there's no filter. It is a straight beeline from owner to on-air talent to whoever is covering it, to producers. You understand what I'm saying. And as a fan, I try to say, okay, do I want... Do I want a straight shooter? Do I want it fluff? What do I, do I want to mix? Like this is a very delicate line that we are now drawing. As a fan personally, I would like straight shooters. I would like to know that understand the game. If a player's not performing well, I want to hear it. If a coach is flubbing some late game uh, X's and O's, I want to hear it. If they're winning, I want to hear it. Why are they winning? What's the reason behind their success? But now with the the current setup, everybody knows that going into watch coverage of this team, it's going to be very hard to be 100% and completely honest about how you feel, right? They lose by 35 points. There's probably not going to be much finger pointing. Now we'll see. I may be wrong. I may be totally wrong, but I doubt it. 100%. (laughs) They'll lose by 35. But hey, let's look at the positives. Right? Because it's in their ear. Like we have to stick to being positive. And that is the thing that went up. My antenna went up when I saw the news and I said, oh, geez. That would be tough if you're an analyst and now have to sort of dial it back a little bit. Because you don't want to get, not necessarily in trouble, but you don't want to be told, hey, your angle or your opinion or the way that you delivered something, eh, it's not the best, right? Even though it's probably the truth and it's probably the way you feel. And that's why broadcasting, what the best part about broadcasting is, is when it's authentic and genuine and you don't hold back and you say what you say. That's why I love this podcast, because I can literally just tell you exactly what I'm thinking without having anybody over my shoulder going, dude, you may not want to say that. All right. Because this show, for the most part, we we kick it. We just say kick it. We tell you exactly what we're thinking. And we don't have to worry. But now if you're a fan, you're going, well, they're probably they're probably just going to be positive poly all season long, even if they struggle, even if they go on a losing streak. When they win, for sure. When they're doing great, for sure. But I'm curious to see how they cover this team moving forward with the owner in complete control of the network that covers the team. It's fascinating, isn't it? And that is where we are right now in 2022. The line is very blurry. And in this case, the blur is gone. It's just right there for you. This is a team-owned network. Always scary when you hear this is a government-owned network <laughs> because there's they're delivering the information that they want you to hear. They don't want you to make up your mind. They don't want to hear both sides. So we, we shall see if I'm completely off my rocker on this. I have a, a tendency to think it may be a little almost too over the top on how great things are if they're not going so great. Uh, with the Wizards. Same deal with the Caps. Same deal with the Caps. 
right? And here's the other thing. How much are they going to do now cover the the Washington Commanders? Are they going to cover the Commanders? I'm thinking he's going to try to buy the Nationals and bring the Nationals on to NBC Sports Washington, right? Oof. It's going to be a very interesting couple years uh, here in the D.C. market when it comes to the uh, the broadcasting, the announcing, the rights to these games, how they're going to distribute them moving forward. I mean, they already are, you know, on over-the-air TV. They got the uh, they got the apps. Uh, what else is there to accomplish? I'm curious to see if they can be even more innovative uh, moving forward. So there's my take on that. Um, and, and and just to get back to, to working for places where you are owned by the owner. I remember I did, what was it? I did a show with Vinny Serrato, and I was the co-host. And that was very um, controlled. The narrative was very controlled. I was, you know, I wasn't supposed to say anything um, outrageous or critical. I mean, that was the... The uh, I wasn't told that directly by Snyder, but definitely by people who heard from Snyder or heard from Vinny Serrato on this is the way that we want to handle the show. Does that make sense? So as a host, you sort of get that, hey, you know, <laughs> we're, we're owned by the person paying your, your paycheck. So just just do your job. Don't say anything ridiculous and let's move forward. And sometimes with these owners, I'm thinking it is just a basketball team. It is just a hockey team. It is just a football team. I know it's big business. But is somebody being critical of your franchise or your team, is that going to hurt your business? Or will that attract more people to tune in because they know what they're getting is authentic and honest? And that's how said person feels. I think it's the latter, quite honestly. But for whatever reason, these teams that are ultra thin skinned when it comes to criticism or anybody saying, hey, this is not good. They get all bent out of shape about it instead of just dealing with the criticism because it comes with the territory. It comes with every job in America. They want to do better. You have job reviews. You look at how you can get better. So I never understood why these owners are just so sensitive to what people say. And I've said before, unless it's something ridiculous, if it's X's and O's and it's about a basketball play, if it's about a hockey play, if it's about a football play, I'm sure they've got their own opinions too. So why is it so bad that somebody gets paid to have an opinion about it and tells what they think about it? That's their expertise. So we shall see. Curious. First day for the Wizards is against the Pacers, and hockey season will be here. And uh, yeah, how does this affect coverage moving forward? I think it affects it in a big way. Not as though prior that there was huge negativity by any of the analysts, but there were there were games for sure where you'd hear people say, "What the heck was that? What were they doing?" Came out sleepwalking. Jeez, no defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be, are we going to hear the same kind of stuff that we heard before? I don't know. I really don't know. All right, Kevin Durant is now sticking with the Brooklyn Nets. Waffling 
going after people on Twitter. He's not coming to D.C. (laughs) That ship has sailed. Never has been able to sail anywhere near D.C. Um, But what is his... Like, what is his endgame now? Apparently, they've all met and they had a kumbaya. You know, were those stories true? Did he say to the owner, it's the GM, Steve Nash or me? You got to choose. Did he actually do that? But it does create an interest in high drama for this NBA season. Like, it's, it's brilliant, really. He bought it or brought it upon himself, and now as a viewer, as a fan, this is like, okay. All of a sudden, the Brooklyn Nets, kind of like must-see TV. Kyrie's back in the mix. COVID is long gone, or so we think it is, so nobody's going to be missing any games or opting out of playing games. Durant has four years left on his contract, and good for Brooklyn. They're like, no, what what do you think? Well, we'll shop you around. But he's 35 years old. He's been injury prone. He had, what, the ACL a couple of years ago. Uh, they couldn't find an organization to pull the trigger on Kevin Durant or have a good enough trade to make it happen. I'm surprised by that, quite frankly. I thought Durant would get his way and he would find his way out of Brooklyn. Because in this league, these players, when they demand something, they usually get it. Harden, for instance, Ben Simmons, for instance. Um, but in Brooklyn, for whatever reason, Irving sort of wanted out, but he couldn't because he had to opt in for all that money. Didn't want to lose out on the money. And Durant, I guess father time is starting to catch up with him with his trade value as well. The asking price was probably way too high, even for Kevin Durant. So... Plus 800 to win the NBA title at Bet Rivers. I'm not, I'm not touching it, but it does make things a whole lot more interesting now with this drama in the NBA. And Ben Simmons, I forgot about him too. So we're actually finally going to get to see some sort of big three, we believe, uh, with the Brooklyn Nets. All right, straight ahead, D.C. City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. It's the Nationals taking on the Mariners tonight out west. We'll preview and we'll make some picks. I was 0 for 1 last night taking the Falcons Jets under. Killer! That's next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from Vison. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. So the Nationals are big-time underdogs tonight as they visit the uh, Seattle Mariners. Late uh, first pitch, 10 o'clock or so, as the uh, Nationals are humongous underdogs again on these West Coast trips. But keep in mind, they won two out of four in San Diego. Now, these first games of series are always dicey. The Mariners are at home. Good ball club. Had one of those longest winning streaks in the majors this year, right? It was like 13 or 14 games. Um, And they are minus 275 tonight 
against the Washington Nationals. Yikes. If you take the Nats on the money line, uh, that would be a plus 215. The streak is up to, what, 39 straight games that a starter has not won a game for the Nationals. It's historic, man. In that string, I believe Espino, or is it Annabelle Sanchez? I believe it's uh, maybe Sanchez. But Corbin and uh, is at least 0-7 in that span. And I want to verify if it's Sanchez or Espino. But one of those guys is 0-6 over that span. It's an amazing accomplishment that they have not had a starting pitcher get a win in the last 39 starts. (laughs) And that's what we're facing uh, with the Nationals tonight. Eric Fetty is back from injury. Dude's been out for a while, but he's pitching tonight uh, for the Nationals. Um, posed by Robbie Ray, 9-8, ERA. Um, it's only a two-game series. Seattle's 31-26 at home, 66-56 overall. They have the eighth-ranked team slugging percentage in the AL at 385. That's 22-38 on the road, 41-82 overall. They have a record of 29 and 66 in games when they have allowed at least one homer. So does Eric Fetty do enough to prevent Seattle from winning? I don't think so. But again, because the Mariners are such a big favorite, I'm not going to take them for too much. Like it's, it's okay to lay off a little bit um, and just put a little pittance on Seattle. The over-under, I don't know. I've been burned so many times on over-unders. I'm not going to take that number, but the play here is Seattle, but again, I'm I'm just going to hold off on the uh, the amount. Uh, I'm going to take it very very gently. Just put a little bit on it. Not don't go crazy, man. Please, just don't go crazy. Don't put like a dime on them at minus two seventy five. Or if you really want to be, if you really want to test the waters, put a little bit on the Nationals. You know, nice return. That's a good value. It's game number uh, game number one of a series is always dicey, and Fetty's back from injury. Who knows? You just don't know, man. But if let's say the Nats win tonight, I would take Seattle tomorrow. But again, I think I think I don't want to like be two faced here. I think the play is Seattle this evening, but I'm just not going to put a whole lot on it, right? So there you go. Trying to bounce back from that loss last night. Totals 38 and a half, 40 total points. 24 16 was the final, man. I mean, come on, help me out here. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But I will say, this must be the only reason they're still playing preseason games, is for us, the folks that are wagering on it. Because I'm, I'm looking at these games, and there's just a penalty every other possession. Mistakes are made. It's not a good product. I know people are fighting for their lives and trying to make an NFL team. But you're telling me that coaches can't figure this out during the regular week of practice? 
that we have to sit through two quarterbacks we've never seen on national TV, and they're treating it like it's a big game or they're covering it like it's a big game. They got their normal announce crew. They got all the crazy silly graphics. And yet you sit there and I'm saying to myself, if I did not have any monetary interest in this game, there's no way I'm watching it. No way. Commanders, maybe I'm watching it just because I'm curious, but now for this third preseason game, I mean, the only reason to watch it is if you wager on it. (laughs) That's, I think in our lifetime, we will never, well, there will be maybe one NFL preseason game. Like that will be it. In a couple of years, next bargaining agreement, they'll say, you know what? We'll have one preseason game. We're actually playing most of the game. Starters are mostly trying. And then we'll kick off an 18 game season. It'll get to 18 games and we'll just have one preseason game. Because from a fan view, Outside of everything else, there's no reason to watch these games. And nobody's going to these games. You see, even uh, you know, even uh, Kansas City, which has a great fan base against the Commanders, said maybe half the stadium was full. It's just, it just has to change. One preseason game, and then boom, we're at it. It's good for the, the, the folks like us who like to make it more interesting, but... Now it's even to the point where it's not even interesting and we've got money on it, (laughs) right? So it's almost defeating the purpose. So I bet you this will pass, and finally we will just see maybe not even a preseason game. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Just go right into the regular season, bro. Have practices with other teams. Don't just please don't subject us to what we have to watch right now because last night, I mean, there were a couple good plays, but everything else was ugly, sloppy, turnovers, penalties you name it was it's just not it's just not good entertainment all right do me a favor i hope i entertained you today at j frank Handran on twitter at bed rivers at Vison live we are not owned by any owner of any team we kick it to you straight we give it to you straight i said i kick it to you for the second time my god yes i'm old all right we'll talk uh, on thursday DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran for VEASAN. Oh, yeah, by the way, check me out tonight. I'll be on uh, Rush Hour on VEASAN, uh, kicking it with my guy, uh, Danny Burke. Uh, that's tonight, 6 o'clock Eastern on VEASAN.com. I will see you on Thursday. See ya.